Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Let us hold fast our profession, or as the margin reads, let us hold fast our confession. The same Greek word translated profession here is translated elsewhere in the King James as confession. Modern translators or translations render it confession. Let us hold fast our confession. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today Kenneth e. Hagen continues his series in him. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth e. Hagen with today's message. If you have your Bibles today and I want you to get them, please, I'd like for you to open your Bibles with me to three portions of scripture. We shall read first of all from Romans the 10th chapter, and then I'm going to read from Mark the 11th chapter. And then finally, I want to read from Proverbs chapter 6. Now then, let's read the verses in that order. First of all, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, or thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Then in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, we read, For verily I say unto you, and this is Jesus speaking, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Then I want to read the verse from Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken captive with the words of thy mouth. A spiritual law too few of us realize is our confessions rule us. When we use the word confession, people instinctively think of confessing sin. And the Bible does say in 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But this is the negative side of confession. The Bible has much more to say about the positive side of confession. That is the confession of our faith. The verses that we read from Romans Let's notice them again. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now notice, this does not refer to confessing sin. This is confessing Jesus. In his heart man believes, and with his mouth he confesses that Jesus is Lord. The verse there in Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 said, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken, uh, in other words, captive, so to speak. I think one translation reads that away. Thou art taken captive with the words of thy mouth. Now, what we say is our confession, and our confessions, the words we say, rule us. Jesus said 
And let's look at it again, Mark eleven twenty three. Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, let's meditate on these words of Jesus a little more. Whosoever shall say, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, did Jesus know what he was talking about? Or are these just the words of an irresponsible dreamer? No, they are not the words of a dreamer. They are the words of the divine Son of God. Jesus meant exactly what he said. And what did uh, he say you will have? He said, you will have what you say. Notice that, latter part of that verse, he shall have whatsoever he saith. If you really believe a thing in your heart, positive or negative, and you say it with your mouth, you will really have it. Jesus said you would. It's always with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made unto any of the provisions of God. Notice how these two phrases from God's word say the same thing in different words. For instance, Romans 10.10, 10, with the mouth confession is made unto. Mark 11.23, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now turn to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, or, as the margin reads, let us hold fast our confession. The same Greek word translated profession here is translated elsewhere in the King James as confession. Modern translators or translations render it confession. Let us hold fast our confession. Christians are told here to hold fast to our confession. Now, what is the confession that we're to hold fast to? The confession we are to maintain. It is the confession of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the confession of our faith in God, our Heavenly Father, the confession of our faith in the Word of God. The majority of Christians Though sincere, are weak. This is because they never really dared confess what God's Word says about them. They have never dared confess that they are what the Bible says they are, that they are who the Bible says they are, and that they have what the Bible says they have. In fact, many Christians maintain a wrong confession instead of holding fast to a right confession. Now, what is a wrong confession? A wrong confession is a confession of defeat, of failure, of the supremacy of Satan. They're always talking about uh, what a time they're having with the devil, what a battle they're having, what all they're going through, how the devil is keeping them from success, keeping them sick how the devil's holding them in bondage, and so on. 
And as long as they talk like that, according to what Jesus said, that is what they're going to have. I know folks wouldn't do it if they really knew what they were doing, but that kind of confession is an unconscious declaration that God, our Father in heaven, is a failure. Now, God is not a failure. Defeat is not of God. When you talk about defeat, you're talking about the works of the devil. God did not intend that the church should be defeated. He said that the gates of hell would not prevail against the church, Matthew 16, 18. Well, if the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church, well, that just simply means that Satan cannot prevail against the church. Now, the Word of God teaches us, you notice here, Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, Whosoever shall say, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Then here in Hebrews 4.14, again we're told, let us hold fast our confession. Well, you see, someone said that confession is three things. That it is affirming something that we believe. That it is witnessing for a truth that we have embraced. That it is testifying of something that we know. Now, faith demands expression and testimony. Testimony is a part of the faith life. If you want to develop a robust faith, then continually tell what the Lord is doing for you. The more you talk about it, the more real he becomes to you. The less you talk about it, the less real. Faith is like love. It is of the heart, the spirit. And like love, it lives and finds its joy in the continual confession of it, in the natural. The more a husband and a wife confess their love for each other, the more it grows. If you'll notice carefully the life of Jesus, you'll find that from the beginning of his public ministry until he is led to the cross, he is ever confessing who he is what he is, and his mission in life. For instance, he said, I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father, John sixteen twenty eight. Now, this was a fourfold confession. It covers his life from the incarnation to the ascension. One of the boldest confessions Jesus made was, he that has seen me has seen the Father, John fourteen nine. What a bold confession. If you want to see the Father, look on me. Then in John 12, it is recorded that he said, He that uh, seeth me seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Verses 45 and 46. Let me say it again. Jesus constantly confessed who he is, what he is, and his mission in life. Yes, someone might say, but that was Jesus. I know. And the Bible teaches that Jesus left us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. You should constantly be confessing who you are. Oh, no, not who you are physically, the son or daughter of John Doe who lives on such and such a street. No, but who you are according to the word of God. 
That's the confession we're to hold fast to. For instance, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 16, The Spirit itself, or himself, bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. We are children of God, sons of God. We are heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. We joyfully confess our relationship with God, and in what way we are related to him. We are born of God, children of God. He's our very own Father. We are his very own children. We dare to take our place as sons and daughters of God and confess that's who we are. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Dad's, uh, Dad's CDs, two of them, in him, learn more about who you are in Christ and what you have in Christ. And my, my series, Forget Not. You know, on that forget not, uh, you talk about forget not the benefits. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. we have in Christ. It's a great series. But you can't get a hold of those benefits unless you know how to identify yourself. That's right. But when you get these, the original price is $28, but we're selling for $19.95. I am going to throw in this $1.95 book called In Him. And so, therefore, uh, you're getting about a $10 savings by, right. by order. So just go there. The, that's and an you awesome need, book. That's awesome. Yes, all yeah. of that's awesome material yes. that will help you to be able to overcome in your life and to receive what belongs to you yes. as a born-again Christian. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 We always love to hear from our listeners so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagan continues his series, In Him, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.